0: When I have those days, even now, if I have a day when I'm like, I'm in a funk, which happens, you know? Joy, it doesn't, just because you are joyful doesn't mean you're joyful 24 seven for the rest of your life. Okay, that's not the case.
1: Welcome to Finding Your Spark again. I am so glad we are back. It is so good to be here with you and with author, community builder, and queen of joy, Cindy Cohn. Thank you for being here today, Cindy. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. I'm so glad that we got to connect on this particular topic. I love choosing joy. And for me, they're words that really resonate. So I'd love to hear a little bit about just who you are and how you got to a position where You are choosing joy.
0: So I was pretty much a joyful person in general, always had a positive, um, step in life and very, you know, joyful, but I came to a time in my life where things just the perfect storm happened. I was having like major marital issues. My dog was dying at work issues. It was like the perfect storm. And, I went from being my happy-go-lucky self to a person I couldn't, I wouldn't even recognize today. Like, it looks nothing like this. Um, Just stayed in bed with depression, couldn't get out, couldn't function, couldn't even barely talk without tears, my eyes, my throat. I was a basket case. Um, And I was like that for quite a while, and it was concerning. Um, But what happened was, in the middle of the night, one night, God just came and I feel like it's like felt like a slap almost and woke me up and was like, I did not design you for this. You need to get up and start seeking joy. And I was like, took me a while to figure out did I really hear that? Or was that a dream? And so I didn't really do much right away with it. And then little by little, I kept seeing signs that like it was him talking to me. And so I got a toe out of bed, I got a foot out of bed, I got a leg out of bed, I got two feet out of bed. Eventually, you know, could walk around, um, but I would have to choose joy still by the minute, literally. I would keep um, my phone on these gospel songs, like, playing in my ear at all, like, that's how I had to, like, program my head to get it to stay positive for a long time. I would, can only... Put input information that was going to be positive and joyful. That's how it started um, before I learned more about seeking joy and, and what it means to give out joy and how it's a ripple effect and contagious and everything else. So that's kind of a little bit about
1: where my joy started. I love that. Uh, I love that there's so much in there that is similar to my experience of a few years ago where I walked through something really, really dark and, um, and when we do it that little bit at a time, as you described, it's a really different experience than projecting into the future, projecting into the past and and judging ourselves on that right um one thing that you just mentioned, which you know a lot of people don't think about media, but what you mentioned was using the medium, using the music. In a way that supported your desire to feel better, and this for me was a really big deal because you know my husband was dying or well, particularly just after he died, and there was like everything I was moving everything out and I was exhausted all the time, right because that's it is traumatic and um and so I would at night I would turn on the television and I was so specific about finding shows that reminded me that there was something to believe in in the world, that there was happiness, that was something magical, that there was some reason to keep your heart beating during those moments and so important. Do you want? To, can you talk a little bit more about just using that media and how it's such a simple thing, how did you use it?
0: Music is so powerful in helping you change your mood. Um, so it's one of the number one or number two, I forget things you could do to really change your mood and mindset. Um, just, it has that chemicals in it, I guess it changes your chemicals in your body, kind of like exercising. That's another thing, you know, getting up and moving will help. Even if you're not running a marathon, just getting up and having some movement will lead to some good, happy chemicals going into your brain and it helps you change your mood. Um, so music, I love music, um. Pretty much, I I like all genres, but like when I was going through that, and I still to this day, like I just prefer gospel music. It's very uplifting, and I just feel so closer to God when I'm listening. It's like a form of prayer too for me. Um, and yeah, I just love it. Just it was a definite big part of my journey and filling me up. And also like I read a ton of books. So like my nightstand has like this many books on every joy book that's ever been written, um, and other books too. But yeah, I just was filling myself up. But the main thing that ended up really making the hugest difference is giving it all out. So the more I give, the more I serve, the more joyful I am. And it fills me up on the inside and just gives me, it doesn't matter what in life is going on. If I can just give and do like it, every, the word, it bounces back at me. It's like a boomerang. It's just a beautiful thing.
1: That is really nice. Um, I, I, I want to touch on something you said earlier before we move into service that, uh, where you said you heard your intuition and you said, "I, I heard God, right? And a lot of people experience that, however they experience that. But then you said, I wasn't sure if it was real. And for me, that's a really big thing because, um, you know, I I experience the world in this way where there there is extra stuff than normal people right admit to, <laughs> and so when we hear God speaking or we hear our intuition speaking or we uh, get an impression of something, most of the time people don't follow that. So, could you just talk a little bit about what was it like for you in this space where a lot of your life was falling apart? Uh, that led to that depression. Right. And so how, how does it feel to, to, how do you do that? I have a very, very, very strong faith. And what that means to me
0: is God has always and always will, and he will always be there to protect me from whatever I'm in. Like he's never, ever going to leave me. And like, he's proved it a million times over. So I just, know that the now i don't always practice it especially during that time but i um if i surrender and i say god i can't i just can't do it anymore but you can and i actually truly hand it over and walk away mentally from it then boom everything is done like a million times better than i ever could have done it so i just trust him fully
1: like fully 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 fully, fully. that's a really tricky concept when we go through dark periods, right because there's this like this doesn't feel good. I'm in this marriage in your case that didn't didn't wasn't working at that moment. and but I have a lot of people in my life too. I who I surround myself with
0: is a very close circle of people that um, feel the same way about me about that too. And so I'm not alone on a branch. Um, so I who I surround myself with makes a difference who supports me and who helps uplift me and empower me, everything. So when I have those days, even now, if I have a day when I'm like, I'm in a funk, which happens, you know, joy, it doesn't, just because you are joyful doesn't mean you're joyful 24 seven for the rest of your life. Okay. That's not the case. All right. We are human and things happen. And you know, some days I'm just like, I'm in a funk. You know, and, but I will, I have such a close circle of people that can easily get me out of my funk with reminders of like, you just need to surrender, Cindy. I'm like, why didn't I think about that? Like, even like, sometimes you just
1: need people to remind you of your own things that work. Yeah. This is such an important point that, that our community matters where we spend our time and who we spend it with and where we're pouring our energy before we have, we walk through darkness, right? It changes everything about that journey. We weren't meant to do
0: life alone. That we were meant to have a community. I have a more joy community that I made. Now I made it for a different reason originally. Um, originally, I made it because I needed a place that it was, and this was only I made it like last February. It's not that old. Um, so I made it because. Every time I looked at any, even LinkedIn on the side, it would say all the bad tragedies, how many people lost their jobs, this, that. And I was like, I had no place to go that was just like, can I just see something positive? Um, So I'm like, I'm making my own platform. Um, So, and it's all about all joy. And so I can go there
1: and see joyful things, talk to joyful people. That's so great. Now, what's the name of your community? It's called More Joy Community. Okay, super. Yeah. And is it on uh, how do people uh, find it? They can find it on my website. Cindycoten.com
0: has my book. It does and my web and my community. Um, just about to redo that this week. my I have to add so much because I don't honestly haven't kept up with the speed of light, so <laughs> I just I just published the planner like two days ago, so it hasn't hit the website yet.
1: Okay, good. And the planner is an accompaniment to the book. It is. um, I do want to touch on that because, so your habits create your happiness.
0: Okay. So how you do everything every day matters. For me, it's my morning routine has always been critical for having more joy from the whole experience. So I've always, you know, before I, I open my eyes in the morning and I say, Thank you, God, for letting me be your eyes, your hands, your feet, your vessel on earth. Thank you, God, you know, for this privilege. That's the first thing I do when I wake up. Then I get up, and of course I have dogs and all that. But as soon as I can get to my spot of my devotional books, my Bible, my reading, all that, then I write down my three things I'm grateful for. Because over 30 days, if you practice that, it will rewire your brain. This is science. I'm sure you know. Um, And then I write down affirmations um, for that day. And I write down what I'm proud of. Just a whole bunch of things. But So what I did is I did, it's so awesome to have it all on one page. I really did it for myself. So like I made a journal so other people can do it. So all on one page, you write your three things you're gratitude for. There's a, there's a joyful affirmation, um, inspiration. And then there's um, what affirmations, what you're proud of, what you're praying for. And the reason I have that I want to touch on is because when you look back in a few weeks to what you were praying for, you'll find that your prayers were answered. But if you don't write it down, you forget that you, you already prayed for something that you have right now. Um, So that's why it's important there. And then my get-to list, meaning um, you don't have to do something, you get to. It's a blessing. It's a privilege. It's an honor to be able to. If you change your perspective of that, everything changes.
1: So uh, let me just ask you, do you uh, work specifically with Christians? I
0: don't put that as a title, but I think that's who I attract, Christian women. I'll be honest, though, I was born Jewish, I did not accept Christianity and my Savior until I was 40 years old. So, I have a really interesting, you know, history there. Um, I mean, I was very Jewish, celebrated Shabbat, you know, Fridays made my own challah, all that. Raised my kids Jewish, um, and then had a switch. So, I'm very open to all religions. Like, I get everything. I just love all people honestly.
1: So tell me a little bit about um, what what this community is doing that you're building in terms of joy. Are you building joy habits in your community and what else are you doing in there? So we go live twice a week. So Monday
0: nights we have a positive party to kick off the week and it's usually a speaker I bring in or if not then it's just us and I speak myself and come up with the topic of what we're gonna talk about. Like inner child was the last one. Um, We played games and really danced and sang and got in touch with our inner child. Um, But then on Thursday mornings, we have a sisterhood support group. So you're just having a bad week, something's going on in your life, you wanna talk about like stuff. Um, A lot of the people in the group are coaches kind of tracked women, coaches, teachers. It just seems that way, not everyone, but it just seems that way, nurses. Um, so we have a support group on Thursday mornings for an hour for whoever wants to attend that, and that ends up being just totally fun. We like just have fun together, it's silly. Um, so those are the two things we do. Um, and then it's like a chat community. It's like you were on Facebook and you people post something and you write back. And, you know, it's it's like your own Facebook, but it's more joy.
1: And so let's talk about wh- how does joy impact us? I mean, it impacts your health, it, it your mental well-being, your overall everything. I mean, the studies
0: have already been proven. It increases your prod- productivity. It increases your health, um, you know, parts of your heart. It um, helps you live yeah. longer. I mean, there's a whole host of things that happen from being joyful. Uh, it's super important. There's more research coming out like, quickly on, and joy is gonna be a more looked at parameter in the medical field. I've seen some things on that.
1: That's great. And what about that uh, pathway from depression to joy? Can you share with us in terms of focus? How do we focus? How do we do the choosing? right? That we were talking about earlier. How did, how did that work for you? Yeah.
0: So uh, for me, it's a mindset shift, just like the, I get to, um, it's a, it's the same thing. You have to go back to gratitude. The root for me of joy is gratitude, being grateful for the little things, which are the big things to me in life. Like, like here's an example, like this leaf right here, um it has a heart in it in my opinion looks like a heart okay i found this last fall walking to the mailbox and it has continued to bring me more joy it is it just reminds me of that time i was like oh my god a leaf with a heart like the little things are the big things to me they just bring me joy um like i told you we just did um that inner child stuff and I have my jacks from when I was a kid. Like, just looking at these jacks, me and my sister would play jacks nonstop. Going back and thinking about those happy memories of us playing together um, brings joy,
1: currently even. So it's just so many things bring me joy. So how were you choosing it? I mean, did you, did you, um, you know, going through divorce, did you divorce? Do, or did you? No, That's no, okay, a whole. So you story. reconciled. You reconciled.
0: Oh, you... yes, in a huge way.
1: Okay, so let's talk about that. Let's. I mean, what did that look like? Because these are the elements that surround depression, right? There are life falling apart, and whether it ends up in depression or it ends up in anger and frustration and irritation and bitterness you know those are the places that we go when things are not working out right so then we go like well i have to let go i have to let go of these things and the outcomes that i've been trying to make happen and if i let go that means i'm going to x y and z i'm going to lose my marriage i'm going to do things i don't want right i'm going my my business isn't going to go well or whatever it is And it's scary, it's really scary to be like, I'm letting go anyway, this is it, this is my moment, right? Right, so it doesn't happen overnight. It's a process
0: um, to release, to let go, to surrender. Um, And most people hold on to that and like to control and think that they're in control of everything and every whatever. And the longer you try to control things yourself like that, the longer you will be miserable because Surrendering is the only way to have joy and peace truly at the end of the day. So getting back to the marriage thing, um, and it's a much longer story, but basically in a nutshell, I chose to, and God, with God's, with God totally changing my outlook, I chose to have unconditional love and forgiveness, and I chose to be honor the commitment and everything else that I, I made years ago. And when I made that choice, I don't know what, what came first chicken or egg, but it, the work, the universe changed with it. When I made that choice, my behaviors changed his behaviors. And literally we went and celebrated uh, about a month or two ago, our 30th anniversary. And we renewed our vows and We've still been on the honeymoon from that. um, And we've been back, like I said, a couple months. Um, And it's just that we both made a choice to change the trajectory of where it was
1: going. So that uh, really requires uh, not just letting go, but being willing to make space for another person, right? Because a lot of times by the time a marriage is or or a relationship is not in good shape, right? Things are not going well. There's a lot of things that have added up to you did this and you did this and you did this. And that's why I feel X, Y, and Z. Right? So can we, can we kind of dissect that a little bit? Because that choosing is so uh, central, right? It puts you in the driver's seat of that process.
0: If you want to hold on to the resentments and the anger, that's your choice and that's not gonna make it any better. It, then you're gonna end up at the attorney's office. Um, I could have made that choice, but I didn't. I, again, I surround myself with people that support me and uplift me and help me you know, get full and I just made a different choice. And my choice ended up like boomeranging because I'm the only one that really changed, okay? and my choices then in turn made everything different.
1: Yeah, that's right because we do impact so much of our world that um that everything changes when we change. Everything.
0: And it only takes one person to change and that person is you. That's a thing. I was always pointing the finger and blaming it was always someone else. It was always his fault, right? But when I finally the rubber met the road and I got self-awareness of myself, I realized, uh, yeah, it's pretty much me. So once I made a decision to change me and, you know, do all the things that were necessary, then I just can't even tell you, like how
1: blessed I am right now. Yeah. So what happened in the rest of your life? So you're, you're describing this beautiful magical moment of going from, um, not being in the driver's seat of your life to going like, okay, I am going to, to participate as if I matter in my own story. (laughs) Right. And what else happened in your life? Did, Did, was that specific to your marriage or were there other areas of your life that got impacted by this new attitude?
0: Well, my marriage is pretty important and central to my, who I am as a person. I mean, we were together in high school, you know, I'm 54 years old. It's like an entire lifetime with somebody. So, um, really just that. It's just the most important relationship that I have other than with myself. I mean, you have to have self love first in order to love someone else, obviously. Um, so yeah, I would say now that you brought that up, um, I became a lot clearer on who I was as a woman um, through it all as well. But he also saw me in a different light. But that was because of, again, the changes that I made, the choices
1: that I made for myself. He didn't do anything. I did it all. Yeah, it's amazing how just a little dropper, you know, in the pond can change everything, right? So it's just... uh... It really makes you make such a big, big impression on your life that it doesn't feel like we do. But when we're walking around in a mood, whatever that mood is, even when it's joy, we're impacting everything around us in such a profound way that it feels like we're not. It feels like this is life. This is the world. This is how it is, right? The world is always like this. Um, I have a friend who. We grew up together and then kind of, you know, we had our separate lives. And he saw the world in a way that included a whole bunch of things that I don't want to have in my life. Right. And he's like, but this is how the world is. And I was like, you're right. That is how your world is. (laughs) Right. And this is, and I say, this is how the world is. It's bright and it's light and it's airy and people are supportive. And I, I have a good surroundings and I enjoy the day every day and you know, all of those things. And and it could also be that, but it's all about what you bring to it. Absolutely,
0: And our energy, I always say your energy, um, shows up, you know, before you do almost like it announces itself, right?
1: Yeah. You could always
0: yes. tell the negative energy that is around some people like a cloud or whatever, or a positive, you know,
1: just energy is very indicative. So early on, uh, you talked a little bit about that intuition and now you're talking about this sort of reading other people's energy. And I'd love to know, uh, you know, how those two things relate for you. So I'm an extremely energetic person. So like
0: I do team events. If everybody has their camera off, I'm not going to be as good that day at, at the team event because I need other people to be responding to me. Like That they're engaging with me i get energy from that i draw energy um so like i love i just love when i meet people that are similar to me and like they just light up a room and they just you can tell they're secure in who they are and they just love themselves and they love people like those are my type of people um so i don't know energy is important to me like and i surround myself with people that have similar energies. It doesn't have to be like as, ah, it could be just a quiet energy, but it's positive. Very positive
1: energy. I avoid like the plague negative. So we are going to link your website and your book, of course, because we have a a dedicated platform uh, at FindingYourSparkAgain.com where everybody can find this in addition to YouTube and all the other places. Uh, But so whatever platform you're listening on or watching on, uh, the, the link will be there. But just tell us, how can everybody get in touch with your website? What's your website? It is com. That's C-I-N-D-I-C-O-H-N.com.
0: And my book, my two books are on Amazon, but they'll also be linked to the website and my community on the website.
1: That's great. Thank you so much for being here today, Cindy. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, please let us know how you felt about it in the comments on all the platforms. And I am so glad that we got to spend this time together. Please do stay connected and I will see you next week.